The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. I'm Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. What's up, man? Hey, Paul. Morning. Did you know that if you spell go hang a salami, I'm a lasagna hog backwards, it's the same? Yes. That's pretty sweet, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is sweet. We'll put that but I'll, I'll give you the credit. I, w- I wouldn't know it if you didn't often talk about it. I know. I just wanted everybody else to hear it. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it today. What is it called? It's called a uh, conundrum. Conundrum. I heard it on the radio. Palindrome. Palindrome? I thought it was an anagram. Which one's that one? Yeah, maybe it's an anagram. Well, anyways, somebody said that word earlier today. Homophone. Homophone, yeah. Somebody said homophone earlier today, and I was like, oh, I know homophone. Yeah. Go hang with salami on a lasagna hog. But everybody needs to have that in their back pocket because it's, it's used to impress people. Or is that just an Italian f- phone? Yeah, call my homophone. Uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's a good one. You know who thought would have thought that was a good joke? Jeff Evans. We had him on our show. Yeah, he'll smile at anything. Yeah. Jeff Evans is my boy, man. If you ever need something, he'll get it done for you. Ask you and you ask Jeff? Yes. Because he'll get it done for you. Great guy. Had him over at Naples Rib Company. He is going for his third consecutive CIF Southern Second Championship as the coach of the Wilson Boys golf team. You got to love golf people. You know, just even keeled. Are you just saying that because you're a golf guy? Yeah, but even keeled. No, but he's a true golf guy, mm-hmm. and just like all his great remarks are just kind of sly. They're just kind of like with a little tongue in cheek action. Uh-huh. You ever toss that little tongue in the old cheek? I've, I have, and it's sometimes it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I want to golf with him one day. Oh, we could golf with him. Yeah, I, I, I actually I don't even know if I want to anymore, because he's gonna make fun of me out there. I know he is. He was taking sh- some shots at your boy. I know, I, which made me real happy because yeah. usually people take shots at your boy. Yeah, and I, I got it this time. I got it this time. Before we get to that, let's take care of some business. Olympic countdown, because you know we are the official podcast to the countdown of the 2028 Olympics in Los Angeles. John, it's true. Let me tell you something real quick, man. We're almost there. Three thousand seven hundred and forty-nine days. It's basically right around the corner, dude. Really pumped about it. What are you looking forward to most? Well, uh, I was thinking about it. You know, the Olympics are during what season, Paul? Summer. And what happens every spring in Long Beach? We have the Grand Prix, mm-hmm. like going on this weekend. And so when you're at one of these big events, sporting events, like that's when people realize how uncomfortable they are. Everyone's always hot and, and thirsty and tired. Because mm-hmm, And you have to stand the whole time? You're standing the whole time. So... If I'm at the Grand Prix selling packages for the Olympics of, like, those fans that you can wave yourself with and uh, sunscreen, and you can even throw the ear poppers in there and just convince—we could probably convince people while they're at the Grand Prix that the Olympics are going to be loud because all noise is just annoying. Good idea. At the Grand Prix. 
So I'm going to be selling. I'm going to be upselling the, the hell out of these things. Like, making a lot of money just because people are in the state of, like, yes, yes, I need this for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I like that. It's a great idea. You know what you could do with those little earplug things? We can make logos and stuff on them. Mm-hmm. That'd be mm-hmm. fun. You can't see them that well because it's obviously in your ears, but it's. I think it's a good idea. Because people will look at it at the store and be like, oh, wait, USA earplugs. That's pretty sick. Do you think Nick, producer Nick, like, will he even hear the, would he hear the Grand Prix if he was standing on the track if he just had his, like, normal headphones on? You know how no. it, when he has those headphones on and he's, like, just absolutely blasting, like. Death metal? <laughs> yeah. You can't. Yeah, what you, does he listen to? I don't know, there? but I don't he, know. Can't, he can't hear anything. He can't hear a thing. And he, I, can, I can't hear stuff. But sometimes I pretend like I can't hear stuff. That's because so you you're just not paying attention. Yeah, to us. I don't, yeah, yeah. You, yeah I, I don't want we you. Know. Yeah, but you know, well, I can't. It's <laughs> tough for me to pay attention because I have zero attention. But it's not the noise. No, it's it's what's We're, going on in my brain. You don't know the noise in my brain, dude. Yeah, there's a lot of noise going on up there. This is what I'm thinking. Remember when last time when I was talking about websites and yep. how I should take over the LA 2028 website? Yeah, you should. Well, I realized that it's pretty difficult. That'd be hard. It's a lot of work. You have to like constantly manage it. Yeah, and it's just too much for your boy. Oh. And I, you know, I don't want to worry about that. Got another idea here for you. So the website for this for LA twenty twenty eight is la twenty org, right? I typed in la twenty eight just to see what happens. They take you straight to la twenty eight org, so wow. they get you. But if I go la twenty twenty eight they don't have it. There's no site. So I'm thinking of taking over that oh, domain. let's buy it for yeah. sure. Taking over that domain name, and every time I get a click, somehow I get some money. That's what I kind of want to go for. I got 10 years to do that. Dude, is this serious? Let's buy that I'm site. In, I know. I'm in. 100%. And I'm then in. all our ideas, we can just sell on that site. Mm-hmm. I know. See, I'm having... Look. Seller eat? I know. Wow. I'm pumped about That's going to make us a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, we, we got to do it before this comes out. Yeah, we should have told everybody. Yeah, we shouldn't have so, told everybody. Wait, breaking news. You are now listening to the owners of LA2028.com. Com. You know why they probably know about it? Someone probably has it. It's super expensive. Uh, okay. What if it costs like thousands of dollars? That's fine. I'll drop money on it. I'll put up. Poly Deep Pockets. I'll put up, up to $40 on this. Actually, I wanted another quick thing about LA 2028. It's all, I keep reading the website and it's all about fiscal responsibility. That's yeah. what LA 2028 is about because we have all the venues. We don't need to spend extra money on all that stuff. And it gets me thinking my fiscal responsibility has really been going down the drain. Well, I just, we have none. Well, I know. Well, yeah, we do have none. But I took call myself Poly D Pockets and then I realize when I spend 60 bucks at Port Dix. <laughs> last night that it's just like what the heck am i doing you know <laughs> well you can look back knowing that that 60 dollars went a long yeah, long but way. then i read about fiscal responsibility and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm a freaking piece of you know what brutal. I, I feel like i save money on coffee because i i just make maxwell house Smart. but i drink so much more of it than like your average starbucks like mom then maybe i'm spending the same amount that they spend on lattes that's true. Does that make sense? I, that does make sense. I was actually thinking about that the other day. Lattes are a lot of money. They're like three bucks. Dude, ridiculous. No, they're like five bucks. Really? They went up? Kayla, how much is a vanilla latte medium? Like four seventy five. Four seventy five. That's wow. five dollars. Basically. Yeah. Because you what are you gonna do with that quarter? They should here's another idea for everybody. They should round up everything. Or I don't down. need change. How about round down? Round down, that's even better. But I don't need my change. 
it just gets stuck in my pocket, and then I forget about it, and then it goes. I in like the wash. I have a piggy bank, and mine's overflowing. Mine overflowed too. I'm gonna take it. That's that's why I think I hate it because I don't. Yeah, have I don't, and I don't want to go do, do the thing. No. I hate taking it to coin store. They take your money. Yeah, but I it's easier than going to the bank. Than the rolls. I yeah. know that's the classic debate. See, that's what they do. That's what they do. All right, let's get to the interview. Jeff Evans, great guy. Great guy. He's also the he athlete. runs the show at one of the biggest high schools, yes. Long Beach, obviously. Well, he is the athletic director at Wilson. He is the boys' golf coach, the girls' golf coach. He's the shoot-your-shot life coach as well. He's the life coach for us, and he's the Blair Field announcer. Yeah, and he announces all the games at Wilson. See, he's a freaking busy dude. Him coming on our show Can is a Can you big imagine deal. if, like, he's, like, basically Bob Costas mixed with uh, Buck Showalter. That's actually pretty spot on. Mixed with uh, Steinbrenner. Wow. That's, he does the administrative yeah, stuff too. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So he does all that. Uh huh. What are that, you doing, Paul? I'm just Paul Slater, which is kind of it's a big deal, but it's when you think about it, if you really think about it, it's not that big of a deal, you know? <laughs> no, it is. A big I'm deal. a little bit overrated, in all honesty. But don't tell anybody that I said that because you know confidence is everything. Yep. All right, let's get to the interview. But hey, before we get to the interview, yep, let's talk about Michelle K, our girl. Your number one hardworking Long Beach realtor. She provides personal one-on-one service and has earned the trust and loyalty of hundreds and hundreds of clients. That's multiple hundreds of clients, John. And are you one of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And She, she dropped off cookies the other day uh, at the office. Were you here? No. When? I got some. There's still some over there for Perfect. you. Perfect. I love that. She she makes really good cookies. She does big And she gives them cookies. to all her clients. Yes. And besides that, she gives back to the community through twice yearly shred events and do- donates a portion of her earnings to the Long Beach Century Club, the number one supporter of Long Beach Athletics. I love that place, by the way. Download the Michelle K app. It's, it's literally not a place. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> it is a place because it's a group. Download the Michelle K app from the App Store. <laughs> Michelle, 100% false. With one L. If you haven't done it, you're an idiot because you get to see Michelle, Michelle K's face every day, which why wouldn't you want to? On your phone. Start searching for your dream home today. Wow, seven projects. Over here at Naples Rib Company. John, you ready? Yeah. Great place to be. Your first time this week, John. Well, it depends when you start the calendar week, but yeah. yes. Uh, okay. Well, so were you here Sunday? No. Okay. Well, then, yeah. First time here this week. Our home away from home. Best barbecue in Long Beach by far. It's not Most even close. Definitely. Most definitely. We have our guy here, athletic director, Wilson High School, Wilson Boys Golf Coach, Mr. Do Everything at Wilson High School, Jeff Evans. Coach, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, John. Big week this week with a bunch of games going on, a bunch always, of matches. Always, always busy. Are, I want to start with this. Are you the Phil Jackson of high school golf? Wow. that's uh, Phil Jackson, that's big shoes to fill to even, to even say in the reference. Um, you know, I, I would say we've had some talent, and Phil Jackson, I would say, is one of the better ones at managing talent. So I would say as far as one of those traits to go, I feel like I've got a pretty good role of managing talent. Um, you know, Wilson's been blessed with a lot of good players through over the years. So I say that's one of the, one of the characteristics. I say a little Phil Jackson-esque in that, in that respect. The question is basically, are you going to become a weirdo zen, <laughs> like, no. zen master? Post, no, no, no. Post-coaching. No, 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 no. No weird, no weird zen post-coaching, no. No, most definitely not. But uh, – you know, I would say it's something that, you know, there's a lot of good coaches that can, can manage talent, but at the same time, that's not not necessarily easy as well. So I would say Phil definitely one of the best at doing that. Are you dealing with egos with these 15-, 16-year-old kids? Absolutely. Golf kids are Absolutely. kind of the worst. Are, yeah. Absolutely. Golf kids are the worst. Absolutely. They do have, uh, they do have their egos. Um, 
but I think that's important. I think you do have to have a little swag to it, a little ego, and, and believe that you're the best. But yeah, they, they do uh, they do have that. We asked this because you guys are going for a three-peat. And Phil Jackson was the last guy to three-peat uh, in the NBA. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that, that there's the tie. That, if, that, if, if, that's the, if that's the moving uh, to move the needle right there, so to speak, then I, I would say definitely, uh, you know, we're, you don't get to three-peat all that often. Right. So, you know, to have well, the chance to go for it, you got to win the first two. You know, that's like we say, you can't birdie all 18 until you birdie the first mm-hmm. hole. So you got you to make that one first. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's an exciting opportunity for, for this group, and, and they've been together this group especially the last two years um and four of these six that are on this team have, have been a part of the last two previously already so really special group do we have a good shot like what's what's the oh, absolutely what's it looking like absolutely i mean you know the a lot of good teams in our division you know um but you know we've had success on that golf course we're playing it's at mile square mile square golf course in fountain valley Ooh, i've played there um we, the we classic, played there classic course over there um you know I would say it's one of those, and I think the one thing that bodes well for us is it's a little bit similar to Rec Park in the sense it's a place that you can go low, um, you know, place where a lot of birdie opportunities are out there, which is kind of conducive to what you see at Rec Park. So, um, you know, we set two years ago with the team we had, um, set a CIF record for the lowest round ever shot in postseason. So um, I would say that golf course at least, bring, at least bring some positive vibes yeah. to, you know, to the team, and, and, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, kind of build on that, so to speak. Speaking of golf courses, what do you think the best hole in Long Beach is? Ooh, that that is a that is a tough call. I would say the best or the hardest. I mean, you your know, favorite, your personal favorite. Oh, my personal favorite. I'd have to say 18 El Dorado is actually my one of my okay. my favorite holes in Long Beach. Um, I would say simply because it's got a nice little risk reward factor with the you know go for it and two, but you got the water there still in play. Mm. Um, I got a lot of balls in that water. Uh, you know, I'm, and I'm a big risk guy. Seen, and it usually seen, doesn't work uh, out. Seen a little do or die, but I would say 18 El Dorado just just because it has that ni- neat little character feature to it. Um, probably, I'd say definitely one of the best holes. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a 10 at Big Rec. I love hole 10. Hole I'm not 10? good at it. It's kind of tough for me. Hole 10, hole 10 is cool. and, and It looks would, nice it, early it in the morning. It does. Very cool. And, and, and I would say, you know, at Rec Park, the 18th hole going up the uh, – coming up and you see the clubhouse in the background. It, it, it has its own little uh, unique, almost a little bit of Riviera sense, mm-hmm. little, you know, look to it kind of thing. So hole very 10. cool look. At uh, Big Rec is one that kind of goes right, right a little bit. Downhill dog, leg yeah. right, yeah. right. It's pretty long. You know, it's a long hole. It's a long hole, but if you you know going down the hill, you can get one going. Hit a good drive oh, down the hill. Oh, I think that might be my best hole because every single shot is is going right for me. So if I hit it straight, it's gonna start gonna going right, and bit. you know it helps in, me out in the long. Be in run. business. Be in business. Paul's favorite hole is two hole two at Little Rec. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? You call me soft? It's, it's, it's the longest hole he can play. Jeez Louise. But speaking of golf. How much do you hate Patrick Reed? A lot or just regular? You know, I I, I wouldn't say that I'm definitely a, a fan of Patrick Reed, but uh, but I would say that I am a fan of his intensity when it comes to playing between the lines. Um, I think seeing at the Ryder Cup and seeing what he did, you know, and, and like, you know, he wasn't going to lose. Um, I think that kind of characteristic, I think it – you know, bodes well for a player out there on tour or, or playing in anything. You know, the the I'm better than you. I know I am. I'm going to show you that I can beat you. I think it's good. And, um, you know, the off the course stuff. That that that's all whole yeah. sorts of other things that you know you get into. But um, definitely, I would say I would agree with the people on say it wasn't a popular champion. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Jordan Spieth. I've seen Jordan Spieth play high school golf. Would have loved to have seen him. You know, seal the deal or Ricky Fowler. Same thing. Both those guys. I've seen him play in high school, um, coaching their years and, and great guys. But uh, 
Yeah, Reed, not not necessarily the most popular Masters champion, I would say, of all time. I, I hated him Friday and Saturday, like, a lot. And then Sunday, I didn't mind him as much because of what you were saying. He's pretty intense. I like him. If you saw that Ryder Cup, I think that's kind of where he grows on you. Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. got to – let's look – He's like you look yelling it through at the lens of like, like, Exactly. It was yeah. awesome. I think we would all choose him a million times over Danny Willett. Oh, so, gosh. God, that was the worst master champion in history, <laughs> I would say. Not, not good. Not, not good. Is <laughs> Danny Willett even playing golf still anymore? No, I don't know. Yeah, nobody does. Exactly. So so you went to Bosco, right? I did. And now you're you're the guy. You're the athletic director of Wilson. As a true Wilsonite and myself, I hate Bosco. Okay. Where, where do you lie in the whole like public versus private? Because a lot of us public school kids hate Bosco. Yeah, I, I can I can understand that, but uh, I grew up in private school, so I so you know Wilson was my first public school experience, um, so to speak, outside of going to Long Beach State, you know, kind of thing. Um, I think what CI is doing is really good in the sense of trying to, without saying, oh, we're going to separate public and private, but creating this competitive equity model. Um, I think has has been a really good thing. Um, for high school sports in general, to where they have separated out the public and the privates. Um, you know, if Bosco, the modern days, and, you know, Servites, whatever, they want to go play in their league together and go beat each other up, hey, that's that's all good. But, you know, don't kick the rest of us that are playing by, I say, quote, unquote, playing by the rules. Um, you know, as an alum, yeah, I still have that sense of pride over there with, with Bosco, you know, and, and it's great to see them have success. But, you know, I realize that they're playing on a different playing field than what we're dealing with at a Wilson or Lakewood, a Poly or, or the Long Beach schools here. Milliken. Well, yeah. I have, speaking of Bosco, Wilson, and golf, I'm about to break a scandal to you on air right now that you don't know about. Okay. Wow. Breaking Whoa. news. Whoa. This is, and there might, we might have to put da, some da, asterisks da, da, da. Here we go. in what some titles. About three years ago, I was playing golf and there was also a Bosco versus Wilson match. I think it might have been like a JV. And I hit one of the Bosco kids balls. And then, so I just told him to use my ball. If this kid went on to win really? with a tainted ball, because wow. I still ha- have That's that taint John Bosco ball in my bag, I think. Wow. So it, while it wasn't his fault, you know, neither was it, it the, the player. Was it the player's fault that that Sean Miller was paying him? I don't know. Was it his fault that I hit the ball, but he didn't report it? Uh, Ooh. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think we still won that match, so probably. It, Did you? Yeah, okay. So probably everything's okay. Now probably because probably because that kid was playing out of my life. Well, <laughs> it wasn't very good. Is your conscience clean now? Or do you feel better about it now? Oh, my my conscience is a whole nother bag <laughs> of chips. We don't want to get in there. I'm just saying this guy's a cheater. This Bosco kid, JV. You know, I don't like him at all. Okay. See, since I left coaching there, see that it's just gone downhill. Yeah, then I guess it has. Way has. You know. Can you compare some of your players to some of the players on tour? That, that I would know? You know, it's, it's, I would say, you know, some of them will play kind of with that brash sense. So, so it, I'll give you this as a thing, Paul, with, with, they love to hit driver. Like, laying up, as far as they tell me, coach, that's really not an option. Like, they, like, like they just like, like to that. go for it. You yeah. know, you know, tee it high, let it fly, so to speak. So you kind of see that Elevating out on tour, you're, you know, you're Dustin Johnson, you know, just I'm going to hit it as far as I can, and then I'm going to go get it, and then I'm going to hit it again. Okay. Um, you know, I, I'd say they like to play that mentality. Now, layups are old school in golf and basketball. Mm-hmm. Let me just throw it out there. Very, mm-hmm. very, very true. Very mm-hmm. true. So call me um, old school. They uh, laying up, uh, you know, they, they don't like to lay up, so to, so to speak. And, and – Sometimes that's good, and uh, other times I wish we'd play a little more cautiously. But, okay. you know, I would say as far as if you want to compare it on touring, you know, they're, they're kind of like that. We've, we've got some kids that can hit it a long ways. Um, so if you're comparing them to Dustin Johnson, you just called 
all your kids the most boring dudes on earth? Well, it, like, are they boring? Uh, no. Uh, if you get inside to know them, they're not. But I, I would say often do they keep to themselves. You got one of them, um, our best player, Tyler Schaefer, is going to go play at Long Beach State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you get to talk to Tyler, you know, cool kid. Um, but outside of that, if you don't know Tyler, he's a pretty quiet kid around and kind of fly. So who would radar. Schaefer be? Which which guy? Ooh, tough call. Who's the Ricky Fowler? He, he seems kind of oh. like a, I think Schaefer's a Justin Thomas. He could be a little Justin Thomas esque. You could you could go for there. Uh, Ricky Fowler. Maybe a little bit of Tyler Allen kind of got that. Yeah, okay. I think a little Ricky Fowler there. Um, okay. You know. Are you like Butch Harmon? I I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say it, it, you know Butch Harmon fan. Um, I actually grew up uh, following like Nick Faldo and like and how he played the game and, and kind of learned a lot of his stuff. So I, w- I would say more more along his lines, Faldo, Ledbetter, since they kind of worked together. Do you want to do a little Faldo-Nance imp- impersonation with me real quick? You yeah, could be Faldo can, and I'll be can, Nance? We can do that, yeah. All right, we got to stare lovingly into each other's That's eyes. That's true. That's true. we got to get real close. Nick, right? you were there when you won the Masters three times. You are so good at golf. How does it feel? feels amazing there, Jimmy. Uh, you know, just really, really playing well that day, really uh, – you know, just got in that good position there, and just uh, that green jacket fits so nice, you know. But my right arm sometimes is a little bit longer than my left. So, you know, they had to customize that for me. That's not too Do- bad. Dottie will send it to you. <laughs> got a good putt here. Left or right in the 16th. Hey, Vern was killing it, by the way. Vern Lundquist. I, he's I getting was old. reminded how much I like Vern Lundquist Vern, this weekend. He's yeah. getting real old. He is. He is. He was just having a fun time. He, you know. And so he just gives us one-liners. They'll hit the yes. whole shot, and he'll just be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you see the the ESPN <laughs> Classic throwback on Wednesday there at the par three contest? The fact that you had the the leaderboard at the par three contest, you had like Nicholas Watson. Oh player. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it know? always is. Yeah, it, you know, but I think uh, you know ESPN even realized it looked like a you know classic format. You don't get to see that, which is one of the cool things I think uh, of the Masters on a Wednesday. Like when you're going to see those guys playing. Very true. You know, kind of thing. So what I think one of the cool things of the Masters. Real quick, can you explain to me how Tony Finau played? Yeah. Um, well, how, well, he how, broke his ankle. Or yeah, it I mean, was how, the worst how, thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, I'm just amazed that he kind of went like all pro football status and just snapped it back into place out there and was like, "I'm ready to go." That's wild. Um, you know, he was top ten. That's like Matthew Stafford like breaks the collarbone. It's like I'm still going to go throw the game winning touchdown yeah. right there. You know, so you know what? I still don't really like Tony Finau for some reason. I know. <laughs> you would think you would do all that, and I'd be like rooting for him, but no. He's got a really long torso, and it kind of ticks me off. I don't like that hat he wears. He kind of wears a hat like you, Paul. Because uh, well, I wear baseball hats, so I get up. So you get the, the whole the whole vibe. Yeah. I will actually tell you, Tony Finau is actually one of the cooler dudes. We we've gotten up to uh, Riviera Country Club and caddied in the pro am up there the last five six years, taking the nice. team up. And one of our kids got paired in a group with Tony Finau as the pro, and just said he's actually one of the nicest guys out there. Really? So, yeah. so he's not nicer than Steve Stricker. Steve Stricker's no, the nicest Steve guy on tour. Steve Stricker. He's my guy. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Stricker guy through and through. Besides golf, we're talking a lot of golf here. What's your favorite high school sport to work at? Because you have to go to all the games. Oh, I gotta go. Oh, go to them all. I, basketball, most definitely for me would be really? would be basketball. Um, you know, I did. Uh, I do the announcing for our basketball teams and stuff, so I, I do enjoy doing that. But I I did basketball play by play and stuff like that. It's just one of the other games that I do enjoy going. Second to that, you like seeing balls go in holes. I do, you know, something like that. It's yeah. a similar scene, Sim- yes. similar theme. Yeah, ball in yeah. the hole. It's all it's all good. Yeah. Um, and it's just I. I mean, I love doing uh, – baseball would be second right there, too. Be- between those two would be the ones that absolutely love going to um, going to watch. 
I like I give you least favorite too if you want. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what is your least favorite? favorite? Least favorite. I have to say, and I and I love our coaches, and I say it with all passion. But soccer has got to be the most boring <laughs> game I have ever watched. Um, you know, water polo and soccer very similar in the sense you know being a Wilson. You know, water polo. I, I love love water polo because it's done in an hour. It's quick, fast paced, a lot of scoring, all all good. Soccer. I, I'm sorry, a zero zero game is just for ninety minutes is the absolute most boring thing ever. The goals are too big too. You know, yeah. the holes are small and the yeah. other ones. Yeah. But the goals should be bigger because then there would be more scoring. There would be exactly. more scoring. I'm all about the scoring. Like, you yeah. got to get some more scoring in that. I love going to the the basketball games because I love – your voice kind of puts me to sleep. Not puts me to sleep, but it's like – In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. In a good way. So it's like in the matchup between the Long Beach Jordan Panthers – and your Long Beach Wilson Bruins. How was that? That was pretty good, Paul. Nice. That was pretty good. So next time I need a sub, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to give you a call. I'm right telling there. you, man. Well, I the best was when you happy when I walk into that gym. Who's your favorite player to ever announce? Had to be the basketball guy. Oh, I, oh, a basketball favorite player I've gotten to announce um, would have to be like we've we've gotten to do the, the last two because we've had two big guys in the middle like Matthew Schmidt and and Lucas Batonio uh, we've had last year. So well, those we, are my guys, but I thought you were gonna go with Major Battle. Oh yeah, Major Battle. Yeah, Major Battle. Jeff, Jeff actually had a guy named Major Battle on yes. the basketball team. He he was he was he was good. Um, I asked him and I was like, why does Jeff give him a nickname and no one else? Yeah. I was like, this guy Jeff I just love him. But that was his name. Could, you know, that was his name. Um, but the fact that we could do it kind of Chicago Bulls style, you know, the man in the middle, you know, that was that's that awesome. was always our kind of the thing that that uh, Coach Boykin and I talked about. So we, that that's been fun. I would say that would be fun. What are the chances we can caddy for your kids? For you want to come out and caddy? Yeah, come on out. Are we allowed to? Not in a match. Uh, but 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 here's the thing. What would be fun is if we do our own little. Uh, inter-squad bracketed style um, match play tournament mm-hmm. in the in the fall kind of as at our preseason kickoff you can come out and caddy for that the final match i would love it one of you carry for one when you carry for the other i would love it wow oh, this sounds like a blast can, that we, would, that can g- we get some money on the line here? oh absolutely oh absolutely heck yeah i'm in i'm a good caddy i'm a great caddy I, I don't really I'm know only a good caddy <laughs> <laughs> i don't know a lot about it but i can keep the guy loose a couple jokes every once in a while you might you might lead the the decisive thing right there. It's, it's all it's, you know. Sometimes it, you know the pro gets all the credit, but it's really the caddy. I agree. You know, it's like NASCAR. The driver gets the credit. It's really the crew chief. You're right. I all agree. Scenes, I agree. You know? I'm like a Michael Greller out there, and Paul is like Patrick Reed's stepbrother. Oh jeez, wow. it's his brother-in-law, dude. Yeah, whatever. That's what I meant. You know, same thing. That's kind of messed up. Am I still the only guy in Wilson history with two dodgeball rings? To your knowledge? Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't know any other. With two two dodgeball rings and the, the dodgeball, we just finished the dodgeball tournament. I mean, and that <laughs> no wonder you you're, it, you're a little strung out because that's a big deal. that is. I mean, just trying to officiate that dodgeball tournament. I tell you what, it, it is intense. Um, you know, you, you think playing for a CIF championship is a big thing. There's nothing like playing for the dodgeball championship at Wilson High well, School. Well, you get everyone right? in that gym. They still do it at night. The championship? No, we do we do it. We we kind of been doing it at lunch. So it's just been kind of staying at lunch. But I mean, this last year. You know, both sides of the gym packed upstairs, over a thousand kids inside the gym watching the finals, um, you know, getting loud hooting and hollering. Um, you know, Erin Fajar, activities director, she she loves it. I mean, she she's passionate about it, and so it's been fun to go on board with that. I had to buy a safe because I, oh. I have, the only valuable things I have are two dodgeball rings. Oh, no, the kids, I mean, it's all about the ring. Like, yeah. I, I think that just adds that more mystique to, to the dodgeball championship. I just like making sure we're continuing to – ensure that Jostens is the richest company on earth they, by paying ridiculous numbers of prices for little things that no one ever wears. I'm surprised. Well, you, I know you, you just threw the point. You're not even wearing you it. Not wear yeah, where are your two rings? Like, I mean, like they're I'm, in my safe. Oh, they're in my lockbox at a bank offshore that you guys don't know about. 
I'm telling you, if their dodgeball championship doesn't come up during the week, it I couldn't I won't be I'll be able to believe it. <laughs> they talk about it all the time. It's, it, yeah, uh, I know you guys won back to back dodgeball back championships. Back. I, I don't know that. I don't know if any team has ever won back to back dodgeball championships. Well, I mean, like that's I, don't, I wouldn't say a team won back to back. I would say a common thread was John Grossi. Oh, OK. Leadership quality right there. Leadership. So you you didn't get a chance to go Phil Jackson and go for the three peat then? Wow. You could go back. I, I did try. There was all sorts of problems when I just kept walking onto the campus when I was in college. <laughs> I, I don't know why we're in the what, what's up with that. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I'm here for dodgeball. <laughs> I tell you, what, you, see, you sound like what the thread that we hear every year is that there's the, there's a thread that wants to be like an alumni dodgeball tournament. Oh, like wow. all the champ bring the championship teams back and well, and let them. I don't I don't think they want that. Yeah, you, know, you know, some are past their prime, but you know we'll we'll let leave that to be seen. Is Oral Hershiser the worst analyst in Major League Baseball right now? Ooh, see, you're, you're asking a loaded question because I grew up, um, 55 was my number I wore in Little League. And so the, the Bulldog, Oral Hershiser, is, is like, I'd say, like an idol kind of thing. Wow. Um, you know, so to me. So that, that's, that's a tough question. I would say as an analyst, um, there's better. But from a person that loves the Dodgers and with Dodger pride, it's hard for me to say something bad about the Bulldog. He's one of the best pitchers of all time and i know that because he tells me every single day every single game i watch he's like well well, you know when i would have thrown this is going to be a change up and i would have struck him out yeah we get it oral well that's like that's like curtis strange in golf you know you know if you watch (laughs) curtis strange do golf announcing right there that's the same thing you know when i was playing in 1987 you know at the u.s open you know it gives you the whole rundown too so that that that's true to form curtis strange is going to let you know yeah that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) who's the best player you've ever coached um, there have been a couple of good ones, so I, I'm sure the C they'll catch the C, and so then if I don't say them, they're going to be like they're going to be mad. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to give us your top three. Yeah, yeah top that, three. That top, top three is a little more fair. Uh, I I would have to say Boris Stanchev up there was oh, was one. Oh yeah, was was definitely up Boris there. Is tight. I'm a big Boris. You know? Yeah, yeah. Boris definitely up there. Um, you know, just based on what he accomplished, um, I, I'd have to put uh, another kid, Andrew Morgan, up there who went to Cal. Oh, I remember uh, Andrew Morgan. There, really, really solid player. Um, and, and the third one, uh, I, w- I would put as Hunter Epson is right up there in, in the top three. I mean, Pepperdine. The, the, yeah, Pepperdine. I mean, the, yeah, he was Pepperdine, but now he's actually he's come back to the beach. Really? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe breaking news or something. But no, wow. he's, he's back. At, he's back in Long Beach State and will be uh, playing for the beach in the fall. Oh, that's huge so, for us. So big win. Yeah, big win. So the kind of the cool thing is that you you would have Hunter, um, Tyler Schaefer, who's going back there. It's a little Wilson reunion and. Uh, We'll see. We're trying to see if maybe a third one might show up over there too. So we'll we'll see if that if that goes Whoa. out. Um, you know, Andre Kaluba's been talking to them as well. So um, I, you know, you could see a little Wilson golf team reunion over there, which is something uh, we've loved it. We really wanted to see. I'll so. tell you what people forget about Andrew Morgan is that a different Andrew Morgan also holds the record at Straw Hat Pizza for most points I was, in the arcade. I was actually going to It's a different ask. one. It's a different, it's a different one. one. Not the but same. But there are two very prominent athletes in, in Long Beach named Andrew Morgan. One was a great golfer. One was great at arcade. And they both have a lot of accomplishments. I was going to bring that up, but I don't think Coach would know him. So I, no, I, I didn't, didn't want to look like an idiot. But, yeah, I agree. I agree with you, John, for sure. Could you announce our names like we were up to bat at Blair Field right now? Yeah, I could, you, you want a little, little of that? Just quick, yeah. What position, though? What position and what number do you I'll want? I'll play seven, center field, number 22. Okay. What so number do you want? 14, and I'm playing first base. First base. All right. All right. For your dirt bags, center fielder, number 22, Paul Slater. Boo. 
for Cal State Fullerton. (laughs) (laughs) Right fielder, number 14, John Grossi. That's right. Yes. Whoa. That's right. I am a Titan. All time. All time. That was pretty messed up, Jeff. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all time, folks. Whoa. That was. I feel good. See? I don't. Oh, you don't man. feel bad. You don't feel young. I don't you, wear anything orange. I feel like, bad for you because if he did that to me, I would have been so mad. You know, <laughs> so I feel way bad for you. That was that was a classic golf style. Very, he was very angry when I was talking mess on Bosco earlier, and, yep. and then he just kept a very even-keeled voice. Paybacks. and then just a little passive-aggressive comment later. Yeah, that's typical golf. That is typical golf right there. That was awesome. And that's why we love it. Well, that's unbelievable. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're in the middle of this interview. I'm supposed to go on this interview, and you're telling me I'm a Fullerton guy. <laughs> Not real happy about it, Jeff, at all. Oh, it's the greatest. Right. Because I'm a professional. Oh, okay. You're going to get it back together there? Yeah, because I'm a professional, okay. I'm just going to get back into this interview and <laughs> and bring up the fact that you hired Coach Ziggy, right? Yes. Yeah, I was on the, talk, on the talk committee to do that. If you're, if you're a true Wilson fan, that's just a big-time hire. We all love Ziggy. Talk to you through that process. You know, that was uh, – just kind of the right man for the job fell into it for us. Um, you know, John Jansen had done a great job for us, and you know, just one of those things where he needed to uh, step away, take a little time away, and and uh, Ziggy uh, came on board and said he wanted to do it for us. Um, you know, we interviewed uh, six or seven guys, and it was clear to everybody there that that was the right person for the job. I mean, he loves Wilson, um, loves the kids, loves the team, and I think most importantly, when you're looking for a coach, is you want somebody that you feel like the players are going to relate to, and it's clear that. They they love Coach Ziggy and and you know want to play for him and and uh, you know he's the right guy for for our job. I feel like everyone, all the alumni love him because I mean he coached coached so many of us in some other Absolutely. sport. Yeah. He's out there in Long Beach, ever wearing his Wilson hat. Absolutely, it's you know perfect. I mean he uh, you know he leads the charge on social media with you know Wilson football coach Team Zig and everything. Um, so it, it's been it's been great for the school and and you know we couldn't be more excited with the new field and stuff that that's at Wilson um, to have him you know leading the team next year for us. He freaking bleeds whatever red color red that is in gold little cardinal and gold cardinal and gold, cardinal and gold. um you know that he, he definitely does you you can tell that there's a, a a lot of passion you know going up against the other teams in the more league um which which does make it make it fun i know uh his first year i can remember just the excitement like the first time they beat lakewood and that hadn't happened in a while um the team was very excited but i think right there with him was coach zig just just because uh he knew what it meant um to him. I mean, that playoff run they put together a couple of years ago was was unbelievable. So, really, really cool, really good guy. My future father-in-law. <laughs> How hard is it to juggle your job? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to? I, I mean, Paul, it, it's. Ah, <laughs> uh, um. Incredibly, uh, it, it's difficult. I mean, at times it, it's a it's a balance, um, but it, it comes from, you know, I, I got into athletics coaching and stuff because it was always like about the the love for the players and wanting to make sure that players and students have a good experience. So you know, I, I think kind of keeping that at the, at the forefront of the mind always is uh, is a key thing, um, and and that kind of what which which helps keep the priorities straight. Um, you know, my family is is outstanding. My two boys and my wife are, are so supportive, and you know, I wouldn't be able to do all that stuff without them being, you know, being behind. But it, it does get difficult 
at times to balance it all. But, you know, it's a love for sports. I didn't get into sports and athletics without a passion and, and love for it and, and uh, you know, enjoy coaching kids and, and seeing them have success. At least you know what your, what your plans are, like, every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Yeah. A lot of people, they have to, like, figure out a TV show to watch. No. I, yeah, that's true. I, I haven't watched a TV show in a while. You know, that's, you know, yeah. that, that – <laughs> You, yeah, you, got, you got like some gym wrestling meet that yeah you can oh no there's a, there's a there's a there, there's athletics every night it's just yeah. which wilson event are you going to kind of yeah. thing you know but is it going to a golf match it's going to a baseball game you know you know that you speak of wednesday night 6 30 blair field lakewood wilson tomorrow Ooh, you that's know, a tomorrow. big game it's wow. a big game too and you're going to honor uh jeff burrows and sean burrows supposedly before the game too so kind of a cool little uh cool that's little thing super to go cool. back that is yeah. awesome yeah we have a big matchup uh Fullerton versus um, Santa Barbara. So I actually can't Ooh. come. Yo, I'm, I'm going sorry. on the road. Yeah, you got you got to follow your team. Yeah, I got to follow, follow your team. <laughs> so he's like that. Uh, he's like that Titan guy that wears the gloves all the time with the yeah. long hair. Oh, he's taking. He's super. Gonna, you're super fan. Are you yeah. super fan? He's no, gonna that, take a spot. Yeah. That's, right that's my there. god uncle. <laughs> that's my god uncle. <laughs> but they oh, super fan. That, that guy. That guy is crazy. I mean, have you? I mean, how, I, I don't know. I, that, that last year at the super regionals. I mean, leading the charge. That he, he's he's unreal. I I can't. He scares me. I I, I would I would agree. I, he's he's their dangerous Dave. But yeah, yeah. well he's not. I wouldn't close Dave is, to dangerous Dave. Yeah, dangerous Dave's just a good good guy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't sit by him. I you know wouldn't wouldn't. I think he smells. No. He, he looks like he smells. Do you think what? he uses Pantene though? Does he use Pantene or what? What does he use? What do you think? What I'd probably go head and shoulders that? just because there's probably a lot of dangerous on that. A lot. I think you got to figure it out. When you know him though, when you get to know him, like <laughs> where his heart at, if, what he's done for the kids in that program, because we carpooled a lot of games together, um, and we listened to uh, only death Met- metal. We listen Metallica and Beyonce. <laughs> it just goes back and forth, and we just talk Fullerton baseball, and it's you know you get to know the guy and. and there's a lot. He's misunderstood. That's all I have to okay. say. We're at Naples Rib Company. I don't know. It's just I've said so many good things about Naples Rib Company. It's starting to run out, to be honest, because I love this place so much. But I feel like me just coming here every day or like twice a week, that's it's enough. enough. It's home. It's it, enough. It is. This is home. Yeah. No, the, the, you know, Naples has been uh, since they partnered with the golf courses and they cater uh, team banquets and stuff. Now we've been using them like every every year. Got to have the, the you know Naples Rib Company. When we go to our golf tournaments what's it called uh not precious life but pathways 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 there you go what hole is that that par that long par four what's par five for you (laughs) i can't you know they have the ladies part yeah that's that's me see okay i'm a big irons guy not real good off the drive well i can't hit it straight like what do you want me to do but we play best ball okay you you want to come play charity golf with us that'd be fun Ooh, yeah do you like uh stuffing yourself with like food on every hole and then also margaritas. Oh yeah. I mean, like, who doesn't like that golf experience? Okay. That's that's yeah, absolutely. That's the only time I golf now. Yeah. <laughs> like it gets to the point where we're on the 16th hole and we can barely swing our clubs. We just have like every single hole's food. I don't think anyone else like partakes in everything that like we do. I asked Riley Henry if she could beat me in Was it Riley Henry? No, it was Allie. Allie Morales. I mm-hmm. asked if she could uh, beat me on hole like 6 at Big Rec and then then I asked, she said yes, and then I asked her, what about if we were both six mimosas in? And then <laughs> she said, probably not, because she knows. Well, you mentioned Allie. Uh, I guess I'd be mute in not mentioning, you know, you asked about, like, best players I've coached, and, and you know, I went for the on the boys' side. But, you know, you talk about the girls' side, you know, Allie would be top, you know, top of the list mm-hmm. right up there with um, – 
I'd say with two others um, that play on tour. One of them played on tour, Brianna Doe. Um, I remember Brianna Doe. And then uh, another girl, Noelle Zavaleta, who played uh, played in college, Long Beach State, and then uh, is now working in the golf industry, Cleveland Golf, working at Strixon really? Company now. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Strixon Wait, is uh, Cleveland is Strixon. Cleveland is Strixon. Cleveland became Strixon. So then you know, so you got that. But yeah, no, she work, works for works for that company. All traveling on the tour. You Hopefully know, we so. can get Allie working for Noodle. Give me some yeah. free noodles. Oh. That's my that's my favorite. Zero balls. Sure. Do you, do you like Zero balls? I'm actually a pinnacle guy. Pinnacle. Going for the distance. <laughs> going I, for the distance. <laughs> I'm a guy. Or are you going for speed? I don't know. You know. <laughs> do you like how Nino has been slowly just aligning herself with the best women's golfers from? I've noticed that. Yeah. From from Wilson. Yeah. 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 No, that's a, that's a that's a smart move. Smart move. We know smart what we're move. doing. Yeah. All right, so we finish all our interviews with a set of rapid fire questions. Okay. We're uh, we'll say this is at the driving range, but. You know, tee it, highlight it, fly. We're only using the driver during this okay. round. Okay. Okay. Are you a ping, tailor made, or the field guy? Tailor made. Uh, what are your summer plans? We <laughs> <laughs> well, work so hard during the it's year. A good question. Well, it's you know, a good question. I, it's a good question. Uh, I, I probably will be teaching summer school, and then uh, just and then uh, coaching a uh, little bit of girls golf, getting ready for our season, and uh, hopefully a little time with the fam, uh, spend a little time with the boys, and uh, and then that charity golf tournament we have in August. Charity golf, yeah, charity golf, and then also doing the uh, I'll be doing the PA announcing for the area code games at Blair Field uh, in August. So yeah. uh, you're a huge deal. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta just gotta stay busy. Can't can't stay can't stay idle. Who's your favorite golfer ever? You're talking about professionally? I, yeah, I'd have to say, um, for me, I'm a huge Tiger fan. Uh, just what he meant to the game and, and, you know, kind of being a local guy. Um, definitely hu- a huge Tiger fan for, you know, what he accomplished on the golf course. What's his yes. last name? <laughs> Woods. You ever heard of him? Woods. Yeah. I've heard of it's T. Woods. It's T. T. Woods. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, you know, he drove golf. I mean, I, 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 w- I would have to say. What's your favorite golf saying? You know, there've been some there've been some good ones out there with, uh, you know, that you hear people people yell. But, uh, you know, I, I I'm I'm a fan for the uh, you know get in the hole. You know, get in the hole. I, I, I like, <laughs> That's a good I, one. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever yelled that? <laughs> you know, do you uh, yell every time one of your kids shoots? You know, I, I, yeah, something like that. Get in the hole or or be the right club today, which I I would say you know. I the, heard that more. The, yeah, the Hal Sutton phrase that the players that he coined uh, coined a while back. Be the right club today. Um, yeah. I heard that a lot yeah. during the Masters. Yeah, everybody was saying "Be the right club today." Yeah, I'm a big fan of of like, I can't wait till I'm older and I I just like can give a five minute speech to a younger player about what ready golf is. I'm a big ready golf guy. Oh, you know, we, the we, guy we, talking to you about speeding up the game, but he's taking ten minutes to do it. If you uh, if you ask my players what the phrase would be, they would know that the phrase is "fast play is fun play." That's, mm-hmm. that's fast, fun play. fast play is fun play. I agree, so, 100. Feeling breezy, swing easy. Yeah. What's your favorite golf course of all time? Oh, uh, are you talking about that? That you've played. Play, that you've played, that I've played. That you've played. Okay, that I've played. Uh, there's a couple I wish I had, I had played, but I would say um, one that I was fortunate to play was uh, I've played Riviera. I'd have to say that Riviera wow. is, is up there. Um, second would be Monterey Peninsula Country Club uh, up, up in the Monterey area. I'd say both Riviera and Monterey would be two of the best okay. I've ever played. Okay. You ever played Bixby? <laughs> Bixby is a cl- is a close third. It, yeah. it, it was I, I I didn't I I knew you you love the Bixby, but you know yeah. it, it it's right right there right there to Bixby. What golf course in Long Beach has the best snack shack? Ooh. 
Uh, I'm gonna have to go go with Rec Park. Rec, Rec Park's got got some good 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 eats mm-hmm. good eats at the Rec Park. I feel like they never opened that one over by. Uh, on There's the back rumors net. that they might be reopening it. There, really? there are rumors out there. So you know, it's big if true. It would if if it you know because I know people that used to that old one that was out there used to just come off the street, come yeah. off of Santiago out there and, and just. You know, go in, grab grab a little burger from mm-hmm. lunch, and now the Belmont yeah. Burger isn't there anymore. I mean, oh. there's yeah. there's a market. Yeah, there could be. Wow. Now we hey, maybe we get our, put our foot in the door you, there. You huh? could be. That could be the 908 hotspot right there. You know. <laughs> what would you have shot uh, last week at the Masters? Oh. Seventy-two holes. I don't know if I would have break eighty on that golf course. That that, that course plays pretty tough. So eight under. I, I wish. <laughs> I, I wish. Uh, you wouldn't be here right now if you're shooting if eight I, under. Yeah. If I if I was shooting under par at the course like that, no, I, I wouldn't be sitting here. <laughs> I'd be sad that I wasn't sitting here. Yeah. But, you know, thank but, you. But uh, you know, probably wouldn't be sitting here. Do you tuck your shirt in when you play? Always. Got to look professional to play professionally. I got to start doing that. Maybe that's why I'm so bad. I just got some new outfits, by the okay. way. I look real good. It depends if I have enough material. <laughs> What's your favorite Gatorade, Gatorade flavor? Lemon lime. Old school guy. See, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I like lemon lime. That works for me. Yeah. All right, Coach. Hey, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate Always. it. Good luck this season. Thank you. We're Thank gonna you. hopefully we we'll be there when you three peat. Hopefully, I think that's our plan. So okay. we know my, if you need some help with uh, what is it, Mile Square? Yeah, we you, we have it. We we've been there multiple should we, times. Should we bring you guys out for the practice round and give them a few pointers? Yeah. Then? Oh okay. wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you took it that seriously, like where you would bring in top talent. Oh, like you know, we, you know, we, we, it, you have to pull out all the stops. You want a three-peat. So. Wow. I'm in. Right on. Go Bruins. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys. Wow. Right? Yeah. Great. Amazing. Let's get a shoe shine. The fact that he calls you a Fullerton guy is one of the best things that I've ever heard in my whole life, and which is why I'm going to be one of his best friends for life. That was so uncalled for. It was awesome. I was so pissed. I think he sensed how pissed I was. I know. He I did. think I think there's a little riff but in in our friendship. Yeah. I actually do feel bad for you. I think I told like, you this. Where do you get off just saying that? We invite this guy out for dinner. <laughs> well, it was secondly lunch. I loved it so much, but then I realized how much how upset I would be if he called me a Fullerton guy and I was like, damn, John, feel Which bad for you. Which is not true. Which is not true at all. I hate Fullerton. True. And I hate Jeff Evans. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no, like, are we starting a big beef no, right li- now? I like Jeff Evans. Wow, we should start a beef. But if, yeah, I'm in. Actually, let's get we'll get a little Twitter beef. I don't want to do with him though. I'm gonna get a Twitter beef with Woody LB at Wilson. <laughs> which is which I'm pretty sure is Jeff. So right, look, can we do it? Can we start a, a beef with somebody? Let's pick somebody in Long Beach and just start one. Um Let's we'll talk about it off air and we'll, then talk we'll about bring it, it back next show. Yeah. And if you have suge- suggestions, DM us at nine oh eight sports. All right, you're pissed off, I'm pissed off, I'm always pissed off, and we love talking about how pissed off we are. So, let's go to Grind My Gears. Do you want to go first because you're madder, madder right now, or do you want me to go first? I, I can go first. I can't, I okay, mean. you go first. I'm mad at some people right now, there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into so, some real Don't people. Don't let them have the satisfaction, John. And they may or may not work at Enterprise rent <laughs> But... <laughs> We'll pick you up. <laughs> oh, I'm no. putting in all of my eggs in one basket, the MTV basket. Uh, here's what I'm really – you know most of my grandma gears, they have to do with clothes mm-hmm. because that's just my – you know. You do look good, by the way. piss me off. Thank you. So get this. I had a, a real all-time day the other day. I think it was Sunday or Monday or something. One of those kind of boring days at night. I did all my laundry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
uh, well, it's not like Friday or Saturday night. Mm, I, I know. I was doing all my laundry. Did I think I did three loads in my towels, did my sheets, did my clothes, did my sweatshirts, everything. Come to find out that the whole time there was, a, I left my earphones, my earbuds oh, in no. it. And so all my clothes now smell like, like burnt rubber. Oh, no. So I did literally everything I own that is linen. I washed, and it all doesn't smell good. It smells like kind of gross. But I'm not gonna re like. I'm just gonna wear it. Mm-hmm. If you're near me, you'll have to smell it. And the next time, I'll I'll try not to do that. That's that's bad. I've, it, I've been there before. Have you? Yeah. You know that smell I'm talking about? Yeah. It's not horrible until you, and then you're like, ah, that's not horrible. And then you're like, you know what? Yes, it is. It is bad. My that's one of my least favorite things because I wear my headphones a lot, and I used to I'll do it a lot in college. Because I didn't want to talk to anybody, so I pretend like I had my earphones in the whole time, which sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't. But they go in the washing machine. You can't find your earphones, by the way. You're just like, where did I put those things? And then you happen to put them in your sweatshirt or whatever. Yep. And then they get burnt, and then uh, and then they're all tangled. But I gotta tell you something. It was kind of fun untangling them. It was a real sense of accomplishment. Yes. If I wanted to spin this, it was how tangled those damn earphones were. And how much it wasn't too much for me because I'm a smart guy mm-hmm. with nimble fingers. I do that a lot with the with the microphones. You're a good untangler. Well, I'm not a good untangler. And I wish I was. Mm-hmm. I'm good at trying to do it. And I'm good at trying to do everything. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you're not good at everything. What's uh, your uh, I got GMG? Some, I got something for you. GMG. So I was at Angel Stadium the other day. And you know how you have to walk through the security thing? To see if you have metal on you. Yep. So I don't understand how people aren't like really good at walking through the security system yet. Oh God. Because you're behind one of those people. Well, you know what you're supposed to do. You take everything metal out of your pockets. You put it in the little bin. Yep. You walk through. You get it, and you're gone. Right? Because I mean, it's pretty easy. We've been doing it for years now. Because years. what are we? Twenty five or twenty six now? So I don't understand why people can't figure it out. There's this guy behind me, and li- no, he's in front of me in line. He's oh, in front of me in line, and. He takes all of his stuff out, puts it up there, walks through, beep, 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 beep. They're like, okay, you got to go again. Goes back, does the same thing. Beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, hey, guy, figure it out. What's your deal? Come to find out the guy had a freaking vape in his pocket. He pulls it out and he's like, oh, it must have been this. Oh, you freaking think, guy? Of course. Hey, it's metal. Freaking take it out, bro. Are you you ashamed that you're vaping? All All these vapors are the same, Paul. You know what? Just man up and smoke a cigarette. Do you know? Yes. You know? Producer Nick does it. That's what producer Nick's probably doing right now. Yeah. He's not near. He's not here. Yeah. He's so not, he's not just vaping, vaping through airports and whatnot. Jeez. But how ridiculous is that? First, if you go through it the first time and you, it goes off, you probably change something. Yeah, you switch something up. You switch something up. Make an adjustment. You know? Wow. I was so mad for that whole first half inning, and then I got a beer and I was okay. Nice. Yeah. Beer fixes a lot of things. I know, man. I know. Believe me. That's why. How do you think I go to sleep at night? Yeah. All right, let's go to the 908 Athlete of the Week. This is a Wilson show. You're happy about it because you're a Wilson guy. It's a great day to be a Bruin. Mm-hmm. What is it? G-D-T-A-B? I think I nailed that on the head. Great. I think that's like a new new fat. Like now they all? do it for the hashtag. No, we never did that. No. Heck no. We, we, back in my day, we would say it out, you know? Yeah. We weren't too, too busy for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. All right, 908 Athlete of the Week. Pitcher, softball player, Wilson High School, Joette, 
Vega. Yep. They call her Joey. That's a nickname. We're pretty close. She threw a complete game. They won 4-3. They beat Lakewood. Snapped a 65-game win streak that Lakewood wow. had in the Moore League. Lakewood's a good softball school. Yes, I've been they saying are. it for 63 yes, years. <laughs> but, but Wilson is really coming along. She shut him down. Also, isn't Joey Vega a person? Joey Vega. That's her. Literally no, isn't her. someone else? Maybe. An like a actor? famous person? That yeah, could know. be. Let's Joey look that Vega. up. They won 4-3. She was in the circle. I think she's a lefty. She like wheels and deals. She also wears a mask. It's pretty sick. She looks like Bane out there. Really? Yeah. You ever seen, what's it called, Dark Knight Rises? I think I've seen it. Yeah, that. so she's basically a bane of softball, and she was the she played villain to Lakewood softball. Well, Paul, her initials may be JV, but there's no doubt. She's a varsity-level uh, player. Pretty epic stuff. So, But I was reading the other day. It was a major upset. That's what they said. Wilson yeah. beat Lakewood. Which, maybe, like, historically it's a major upset, but when it comes to that year, that particular year, well, is yeah. it really an upset? I see. Like Wilson's pretty good. And also, like what what do the what do these Wilson players have anything to do with the fifty years ago Wilson players? What are these late nothing. players? Nothing. You know, nothing. The, these people and their trees on the family and the whole thing. So I don't even really think it's that big of an upset. Like Wilson's no. pretty nasty this year. Yeah, Wilson's good. We got we got Joe Rogers Field. It's it's tough to win at Joe Rogers Field. Yeah, you know who plays on that team? Sinclair Lawhorn. Solomon's. Our buddy Solomon's little sister. No way. Yeah. Wait, aren't there two of them? Yeah, they're, well, there's twins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought there were like five running around. They grew up? Yeah, but Sinclair and oh. Carson, it's Sinclair and Carson, but Carson doesn't play softball because he's a, guy, he's a guy. Oh, he's a boy. Yeah. I remember they're always running around. Yeah, but now they're not running around because they're really old. Well, now they're running around the bases. Mm-hmm. And beating Lakewood. Yeah. Congrats to Sinclair. She good, good job, Solly. very tall. Very tall now. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. Height. Height's big. Literally. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's our show. What a uh, great day to be a Bruin. Great day to be a Bruin. By the way, hey, actually, go to what I, I went blank again because I'm an idiot. Uh, if you want to come check us out at, uh, where are we going? Grand Prix. Grand it's Prix. Grand Prix weekend. So Tweet at us, and we will meet up with you. We're going to be walking around with a beer in our hand pretty much all week long. Yes. Follow us. Tweet at us. DM us. Text us if you have our number. And if you do, congratulations. And, and we could have a classic Grand Prix conversation, like super loud with the cars. Hey! Yeah. Hey! Oh, wait. I'm waiting. Dude, good to see you! And no one will, remember, no one will like know what we're saying to each other. Quick prediction. Who do you think is going to win the Grand Prix? Uh, I'm going to go with the... Uh, with the Home Depot car. I don't know if they have one, but I am going to go with James Hinchcliffe. Super cool, dude. You know a name of a race car. I know. Driver. It's just I know one of them. Hey, race car. Ray Hall. Yeah, just race a little, car. a little full circle. Another one of those palindromes or whatever the... Homo- homophone. Homophones. It goes all the way around, man. Life. Huh? Life goes around. Life is a good time. Life is a good time. You know what else is a good time? Long Beach. Life. The 908. Great in the 908. <laughs> Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot. That's a wrap.
hands on the court, I've never been beat. Feel the only skin deep, I like the rim 10 feet. You can't stop me, your game looks sloppy. You need more practice, maybe you like this. To enjoy the game by midway, I can drive around you, even shoot a trait. A three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet. Back it out and fade away our net. Hang time. You know the rules, crossover dribbles, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too far to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Oh, what you wanna yeah. do? Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?